Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. Today, our guest is my favorite student, Kinsley Hardy. Kinsley, welcome to Push-Pull Podcast. You have a very interesting story about some of your ancestors coming here from Poland. Um, Before we get started with that, I always ask my guest to tell us how long you've been in Madison City Schools and how long have you lived here in North Alabama? So I've lived in Alabama my whole life, but I've been in the school system since first grade, so basically okay. my whole life. All right, very good. Tell us your very interesting story about your ancestors from Poland. So my great-great-great-grandparents, Andrew Teddy's and Mary Pollock, were born in 1876 and they lived in Warsaw, Poland. So they moved from Poland to Austria, and then they moved to the U.S. just for better lives, and they went through Ellis Island to get here. Okay. Uh, so when we uh, talk about context, uh, there were this is what year did you say this was? Um, they arrived in America in 1909. In 1909, right? So when we talk about uh, patterns of migration coming to our country around that same time period there were increasingly larger numbers of people coming from Eastern Europe and Southern Europe. You know, when you look at going all the way back to when our country was founded, uh, a lot of the the first arrivals were were English, um, Scottish, Irish, and then German. German. And and now by ballpark 1900 in our country, we're getting more people from Eastern Europe and from Southern Europe. So this seems to fall right into context with that. And you mentioned Ellis Island. So they, they came through Ellis Island, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, back in Poland, there was like economic problems and famines and religious problems. So they moved to America with hopes of getting out of poverty and job opportunities and things like that. Yeah, um, so as we know from our study of history, in 1900, Poland was part of, I think Warsaw was part of Russia. It was either Russia, Russia or Germany because like Poland wasn't Poland in, in 1900. Half was in Germany, half was in, in Russia. And, um, yes, yeah, so I, I would imagine for what you said, there was you know, some kind of problem. There were problems that we can't, uh, you know, we just can't really understand, um, and, and, they, and they got out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there were religious problems because it was kind of like Orthodox Russian versus Roman Catholic, was, which is what the Polish people were, and then Protestant Germans. Yeah, that, yeah, that's very good that you bring that up because you're right. Uh, being part of the Russian Empire, that the Russians would have been Orthodox, and a lot of Pol- a lot of people in Poland are Catholic. And then, yeah, that's really good. Um, and um, so, yeah, those are some push factors, obviously, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. And do you know anything about their stopover in Austria? I don't really know much about that. Okay. I just knew that they went there before they came. Yeah, you know, uh, it's important. To you know, when you're getting this information, this family history, a lot of times the the stories the stories get shortened o- every generation a little mm-hmm. bit more. But it seems like you have a pretty good idea of it, about this. So where where did they come from after they went through Ellis Island? What do you know about that part of their journey? So after they went to Ellis Island, they moved to West Virginia, where they worked in the mines. And so my great 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 grandma had sixteen children. My goodness. Yeah, <laughs> but um. About seven of them were born in Poland and before they moved over. And so a lot of them were, like, old enough to work in mines. And a lot of them died in mine accidents and from black lung. And they were actually in the 
Eccles number five mine like explosion, which called for like more labor unions surrounding mines and mine safety in the early 1900s. Yeah, very interesting. Um, you know, you hear about people coming to our country around that time. Uh, usually, I think a lot of the things that enters our, our thoughts in the context of is a lot of people move to the cities. So this was obviously kind of breaks that pattern. It breaks that continuity of moving into cities. Um, and, and they moved to work in the mines, I would guess probably because that's where the jobs were. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and then, uh, obviously, you, you talked about some of the problems they had in mines back then. And, um, you know, so it's not always easy when you come to the, to the States, when you move to the United States. Um, sometimes you end up, um, you know, dealing with a difficult work situation, which, which they, they might have. Had there, but um, still a very a very American story uh, of of migration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when they moved over, they didn't really avoid their problems because they were still poor. Right, and they were pretty discriminated against too, since they were immigrants. So, and, and you know, you you hit uh, you hit on a topic there. A, a lot of times, that first uh, that first wave, or the you know, however you want to look at it, the first generation of immigrants faces certain discriminations in our country. I would like to think that we've kind of gotten over that, but you still see that in the news today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things that always keeps coming back uh, on this podcast and what we talk about is people wanting to come to the wanting to come to America, wanting a better life, wanting opportunity, and making this a better place to live. And people don't come here um, unless they have those kind of characteristics and, and that mentality. And, you know, your ancestors here are just another part of this incredible story of our own country and and the migration that we've seen over the years. And uh, it seems to me that you've learned. Oh, here's another question I'd like to ask you. Um, Who did you talk to to get this information? So I called my great grandpa and I talked to him about it because, you know, this was his grandma. Right. And his mom was one of the kids that was born here in America. Mm -hmm. And he remembered a lot of it, and so I took notes on what he's told me over the phone. Okay. Well, very now, now. so the next question is, are you going to pass this along to your children, these yes. stories of your family? Yeah. Okay. I also got some of it from Ancestry because my family likes to track our family trees, uh-huh. so we know a lot of our who our ancestors are. And so I was able to look at, like, records from, like, Ellis Island and, like, when her children were born and stuff. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, have you? I, I know. I know this is a story of migration, but we're getting into a little bit of genealogy here. Have you looked up census records on on your people? Because they're on ancestry. They've got all the census records too. Yeah, I did look at some from like the nineteen twenties, and it had like highlighted my family members on it. It was pretty. Yeah. Cool. So, so I guess the next step question is: is is this something that might have sparked your interest for things to just on fun to look at history on your own for fun? I mean, yeah, I like to. I looked at a lot of my other family members' history too because it's just interesting to see how Very they good. live too. Very good. Um, well, Kinsley, you you've brought to us a, a wonderful story of migration, a very American story. And um, we really appreciate you being. Is there anything else you want to tell us before we wrap it up? Nope. Okay. Well, thanks for being here.